I'm Lacey. And I'm Kippen. We're two friends who love to get lost inside a great story. And we're welcoming you to our own little book club. This is One Page More, a podcast. Let's get down to business here. All right, let's do this thing. So in the past, I don't know, 48 hours, I've had three different people text me about season two of Bridgerton. I have also had people reach out to me and we've spoken about it, but I have not went as in-depth as I want to. And I am, I am truly ready. I am ready to go in. Uh, Don't you, I hate when someone's like, ask you about it. So you think that they're ready to go there. And then like, I don't know. They just don't return (laughs) as much as I want. Here is the thing. I, so the two of us a year ago, a little bit over a year ago, we, we did off the page Bridgerton season one. And that led us into the Bridgerton books, Mm -hmm. which were, I like, we both were like, Oh, five stars all across the board. Cause they're just Mm -hmm. so fun. They're ridiculous, whatever. So I've, I feel invested in this family and in this series. Not only that, this adaptation featured Anthony Bridgerton and Kate, my most favorite couple out of all eight siblings. So I will say my um, personal investment was truly, like, it, it was an extreme level for maybe like a casual viewer. So would you say that you, um, like, I don't know, I, I would, what am I trying to say here? Did you like season two better than season one or the same or whatever and also how was the experience having read the book first did you like that or did you like it in season one when you really didn't know anything about them yet okay um I hard oh hard question um I really enjoyed season one and I for the most part enjoyed season two but my problems were with season two was definitely like the deviations from the book the mm-hmm. my favorite book was hard for me where there was a couple times where I'm like okay I can see how you couldn't really translate this into a show so I'll forgive it to him but there was a couple points that I'm like hold on you took the entire or not the entire you took a huge portion of the story that made it so unique and you turned it into like a dime a dozen yep so I'm a little torn I I will say now that I read the books like I mentioned to you and I'll bring it up later Like, there were several spoilers that I didn't realize in the first season or, like, people, not even spoilers, rather, but, like, people that would be, like, have, like, a huge um, plot line down, you know, Mm -hmm. down the line that I didn't realize because I just didn't know how, like, interwoven and connected the books were. So, I think, so, season two, I guess what I will say, the characters, Anthony and Kate, are my favorite. The actual storyline, though, of the Duke and I from season one, um was easier for me like it was more palatable because I hadn't read the books okay that makes sense so I let's say three or four episodes in I was like hands down I like this more than season one I was loving it and then what you're talking about when it deviated from the books I really feel like it almost went off the rails a little bit and I feel like I would have thought that even if I hadn't read the book um it went full soap opera drama yeah where i was just like <laughs> are you like what it well it went shonda rhymes yeah season one to me yeah i didn't feel as much like and i think a lot of that had to do it was so racy the first season right yes so there, it was so steamy that i feel like that that filled up more of it of like Daphne's sexual awakening mm-hmm. where this season they really removed that and I actually like that where it's like you oh yeah more on like the like the intimacies in other ways and not like the straight up like sex scenes but yeah they <laughs> well and if you if you're watching it. if you're watching for it so this book and the plot line of the show there's a lot of comparisons with um like Mr. Darcy and Elizabeth Bennett, I would say. And there's a lot of homages to Pride and Prejudice in the show, like him um, lifting himself up out of the water in his like wet shirt. There's like a, in the really long old BBC version of Pride and Prejudice, like Colin Firth 
has this like epic scene where he's coming out of the water with a wet shirt as Mr. Darcy. So I immediately thought about that. There's a lot of like shots of their hands, like almost touching. That was very reminiscent of the Kira Knightley Pride and Prejudice uh, ultimate the word and... where it's like I don't want to love you but basically I do Get yeah like there's the, the right person. there's even a monologue that I think he it seriously it sounded so much like that right. rain scene from Pride and Prejudice I felt like um for the most part, it was working for me. I, I want to get into the critiques a little bit more whenever we can spoil it a little bit more. But should we give a should we do like a rating? <sighs> yeah, I would say for me, it was like a it was like a almost like four star experience. I'm gonna just go for four stars because I really did enjoy it. I I enjoyed enough of it that I was like, this is solid. I would I would even say four point five, and I. I'm definitely going to critique this and I feel like it's going to come across harsher. But at the end of the day, I watched this in like under 24 hours and I don't have the time to do that. But I literally would like put a headphone in Mm -hmm. and prop my phone up and I'm like cleaning or we're eating lunch and I'm like half ignoring my children because I'm like, what's Kate fixing to say next? Like, so I was invested enough that I'm like, it honestly is worth a 4.5. And I think if I hadn't read the books, that it really wouldn't have bothered me. I think I just truly was so wanting the specific adaptation. Yeah. Even like, okay, I'm trying not to spoil, but there's a couple things they could have kept in there that was fine, that they added in, that made sense to the story. But whenever they changed the ultimate, like, um, feeling of it for me, Mm -hmm. like, towards the end, you're right, the first four episodes super in line with the book yeah and it's fine and the subplots i didn't mind the featheringtons i didn't mind um marina and uh what's his name colin's visit like i didn't mind those right but the ultimate kate and anthony like there were certain things that they kind of ruined this yeah it a little bit like the relationship felt a bit it was just it was pushed too far yeah it was pushed too far in a way that I did not love yeah so I will say again with the comparison between season one and season two one of the reasons why I like this season so much is I felt like the chemistry between Kate and Anthony they got perfectly right those characters like really popped for me and I felt like I don't know I just liked their dynamic on the screen together that was really good and they needed to nail it and they did for the most part um i'm not a huge dad yeah so one thing they were both so freaking hot i just can't be like oh like she i could talk about kate all day her skin looks too beautiful she was too beautiful for kate though (laughs) she's supposed to be a little like she overshadowed edwina in every way and i was like in the story the the only thing that kate really stands out is like her perfect or her wit and like her her irreverent charm mm-hmm. where in this one she was so hot she was extremely funny like edwina i was kind of like who would ever make her the incomparable like, <sighs> of the season like i know right. edwina was very pretty kate was stunning yeah she well she was like dynamite it was she, like her jawline could cut glass her skin looked like plush velvet like her hair i i could go on and on and anthony don't get me started that man is smoking hot but who i was really enraptured with was kate i was like i can't even look at you you are so beautiful she to me i was actually thinking she really hit kate perfectly for me yes she was great uh jonathan bailey I, again is so good looking to me i told mm-hmm. you he reminds me a lot of graham my spouse and like a lot of, <laughs> so i was definitely like super into this man but he to me was like i he was he was too nice and too mm-hmm. kind where where i'm like but wait anthony is a rake he is like he, like a lot of times like in in the books like you know like he would like say something and then like think to himself like oh like, that was really like yeah it was over the top of me like I sh- so like I was like I wish he would have had more 
like th- mm-hmm. they focus a lot on like his honor and like, there was a little yes, there's a little uh Lord. season one erasure going on where R- when that when that came out we were talking like why is he with this woman and like saying let's run away together oh but i can't because of my honor and then in this season being like i can never love like they just pretended like that never happened which it shouldn't have happened in season um, one it was it was unnecessary to an extreme i'm almost positive i read they had two different like main uh screenwriters that we call mm. like so they had like two different and, and i felt i mean that makes sense to me yeah like, the duke and i was pretty standard to the book like yeah I, they really like stayed very much in tune with it where again this one just kind of you know it, i don't know went too yeah much. Okay, and let's all just stay say that if Anthony looks hotter to you this season, it's because they took his his, his mutton chops away. The Lord to that one, it was it was so nice, it was so nice uh, to see. Okay, let's go into spoilers. I don't where to where to begin. Where there's, to begin? It, for me is. The fact that they really took some liberties with with Edwina specifically, like they really did play her for a freaking so fool. Sad. Before I watched the episodes, I was on Twitter like the night before. I had the perfect meme. I've got to put on um <laughs> on our uh, page at One Page More Podcast that was like it was like. <laughs> a picture of like well, it was like a 16 year old like laying in the bed and it was like you know like the night before school like the first day of school and you're so freaking stoked mm-hmm. you've got your outfit laid out and so like he's got like his shoes his socks his pants his shirt and it was like me waiting on Bridgerton tomorrow morning or whatever <laughs> so it's like how you're just so like can't yes. understand it and there were all these things and one of the things was like hey everyone whenever you um watch the show don't forget that Edwina and Penelope are like not like their characters they're not actually um, yeah. the, the actresses like please don't go after them and I was like Edwina like ha- what do you mean like Edwina right. is like a star like in the books Edwina is she's like the she's like the sister you want to have like her and Kate had this like super awesome dynamic yep. where they're just both like very tit for tat and like sweet and funny and sour and like all like the perfect mix where in this book it was like Edwina was like the 16 year old debutante like it it must be my way or the highway like you stole my man from me and I was like I'm sorry she also came off as extremely shallow with the fact that she's like I love him I was made to be his viscountess it was much more like I want to be a viscountess it wasn't which is the exact mm. opposite and that's right. what hurt me too is like, hurt me how dare I but, <laughs> but that is what bothered me where Edwina was a beloved character in the book her and Kate were like side by side she calls Kate her half-sister mm-hmm. Kate that has Kate like essentially like sacrifices her own chance of happiness so that her sister can be happy and like I know not, not because like she wants her to like have to marry a rich man but she's like I want you to marry somebody that will take care of you and that you can love and like so that's why she tries to protect her and like have the perfect suitor for her so i was definitely i I mean my biggest my biggest pet peeve with this season is i hated that they had him propose to and literally get up to the dang altar with edwina that was so so it's so stupid obnoxious yes one of the things too that is that is awesome about the book yeah so there's that never happens Mm -hmm. he like he sticks with kate from the beginning is that you get to see maybe like a third of the book is them living in like matrimony and it's awesome where it's like you get and and they don't love each other there's like Mm -hmm. you know there's there's it definitely talks about their sexual chemistry they definitely have like they they like one another but it's like what's so fun is like watching it grow from like you know true like enemies to like lovers and like to like really like enjoy one another right it bothered me this one that was like there was seven and like three-fourths of like episodes of the season was them trying to like one another and yeah. i just kept being like come on 
I want to yeah. see some love. I want to see some like, we're so happy that it worked out and not like literally one scene and they kiss mm-hmm. in front of the family, which felt extremely unrealistic. Uh, they were yes. literally like making out. And I'm like, please. <laughs> I just... So yeah, they, they didn't give enough true love for me. It was too they, much. Um, yeah. And, and for me, like in the book, Edwina had, if I'm remembering correctly, Edwina has another prospect that she's actually interested in. It's not like she ends high and dry in the end. You know, from the show's perspective, at the very end where the queen was like, oh, look, I have a prince that's like, oh, my nephew's a prince. Right. Or whatever. I was even like, I can, I can vibe with this. I don't mind because they've already introduced the character. We kind yeah. of, you know, they're trying to like slap um, Cressida um, Calper down. Right. Like, you know, I, that is fine to me, but yeah, it just really was sad to me that Edwina was, um, basically like the fall guy in the sense that, and like, she like seemed to lose everything and including her relationship with her sister, which was so important to Kate. Totally. Kate and Anthony, that's one of like the main things that like they bond on is like how much they love their families and they both sacrifice a lot. Right. So their family has the best. So, Um, I feel like it would have worked better for me if they had like revealed that Edwina had like a secret lover or something. You know what I mean? Like, or like, okay, so the whole thing is, oh, she has to marry somebody good or we won't get the inheritance, blah, blah, blah. What if she had a secret lover who was like, had no real fortune? And she didn't know about the the grandparents' right. stipulation, but she still felt the pressure to do that, to take care of her family. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I feel like there could have been a little... They could have added drama there without adding drama in the way they chose to, which is to do a freaking coma scene for Kate, which is the <laughs> worst decision <laughs> on the planet uh, this woman laying there listen looking like a china doll <laughs> what I was to say have you like whatever your act I I told you like, the worst picture of my life is like, whenever I had Penelope and I'm laid up in the hospital bed and you know and I've like got like six chins and I'm like leaning over looking at her oh and I just give her my hair is like must and everything and she is looking like sleeping beauty who has like seriously you know, on her prince to come and like you know get her out of her stupor um, yes the fake eyelashes are flawless <laughs> in those scenes her hair oh. is glossy there is no crust at the corners of her mouth she's been asleep for seven days i'm like this is a this is a traumatic brain injury at this point how was she alive has nobody been feeding her would there be no like food exactly. dribble dribble down upon her shirt i'm Oh, where's her like where's her porridge exactly <laughs> she not had like i'm thinking like is she not wet the bed like oh surely my there's some... gosh i seriously i could not believe that they did that that was so dumb they they <sighs> yeah the main thing to me that i didn't like about the season was the drama there's so much drama in the books and that's mm-hmm. the kind of the thing it's like there is so much like the well this book is campy it it is yeah. like some big camp in this book. The, so so I want to talk about the the B the B yes. yes. So the whole kind of like crux of the book <laughs> is really that like um what is his name? Anthony's dad died when he was like 18 mm-hmm. years old and he was like 38. Like he was like a really young man and he basically for the rest of, you know, like his life has well at least when he meets Kate has this like existential crisis of I can never um, surpass my father in anything and I know I'll never live longer than him so I better not mm-hmm. marry for love because if I do like I'm just gonna just like my mother like she's gonna be broken hearted and like I can't bear that so I'm just gonna marry somebody that's like that's, that's suitable whatever mm-hmm. and he gets kind of like <clears throat> and that's kind of like why he repels Kate away so much as he's like so attracted to her but he's just like no like I, I don't even want to go on this route or anyway yeah. get caught in this like ridiculous like over the top scene where he like sucks the venom um, from like the top of her 
like near her collarbone, like like by the bosom. So, but like he's trying his best to protect her, but he's caught by like Lady Danbury and Featherington and like his mama and all this stuff. I, I was, I understood the change because they just did it more where he like has like a panic attack and like Kate like puts the hand there. Yes, I was honestly like, it's such a stupid scene, but it is such a hilariously like it's a beloved scene it was so it was so off the wall that I was like not expecting that whenever I was reading and at the time I was like really are we really gonna have another thing where they're caught in the act if you will and then forced to marry but in all honesty yeah I wanted them to go there I wanted them to do it that was kind of the thing it's like Anthony really wouldn't have done it like he needed the push he needed somebody to kind of like give him something so after they changed that scene I was really like how are they going to do this so and that's just unfortunately where they took four episodes to draw out this like fake or I shouldn't say fake but to draw out this proposal to Edwina which I also was like why yes I never understood the why how is Daphne the only person Mm -hmm. who would literally like was like had like an eyeball and a brain and was like what is going on here I I just can't be like your mama his brothers that are supposed to be like his two besties like his sister he's been married one year right I know okay I want to talk for just a minute about well more than a minute but (laughs) about the stuff that I think that they got really right is I loved when they were actually kind of like verbally sparring and it's like a little flirty a little like getting on each other's nerves like I feel like those scenes were really really good but then the the flip side of like the almost kisses and stuff were not as sexually charged as I wanted them to be. And I don't think it was because of the actors. I think it was like the way it was shot. Like a lot of times in those scenes, they would like show Anthony's face and then they would show Kate's face and they would show Anthony's face and they would show Kate's face. I want to see them like together, like breathing on each other. Does that make sense? When I see stuff like that, I'm like, oh, these are like reshot scenes. Exactly. I'm like, like, what's going on? It takes away a lot of, like you're saying, just like the the tension that you need to build for that scene to be successful. Right. You really need to see it go from like, or nothing to something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I felt too, I I mean, that like, that's the best part. It's like the, the, right? the two of them's like, they both have these super sharp wits. And they're mm-hmm. just like, basically like going against the um, the status quo of like, like polite, you know, like society. They're just like, yep. like going in on each other. I felt, I, again, I felt like Anthony would just do stuff like, why don't you like me? And I was like, right. really? <laughs> why like, would she? Right. Or, or I was like, why would he care? Yeah. What? Yeah. I, what do you like the two of y'all like talk down to each other like of course you're I don't know I just was kind of like I there's there was a few scenes where he was like talking in circles and I'm like I don't am I dumb or do I just like not understand what they're trying to say like the infamous scene when they're under the wisteria like in the pergola and it's before their love scene I I couldn't even (laughs) understand where he was going when he's like why do you why don't why, why do you want to stay or blah, 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 go inside or I don't know I was just like what are With you talking things, about I definitely was like thinking about like myself where I'm like you're not fixing up excuse me right you you're fixing to tell me what to do please honey <laughs> Try it, again. Was just, it was a little the dialogue there was a little clunky uh, here's another thing I loved about the show though specifically with Kate I just loved her so much but I loved when they let like the silly side of Kate poke through and I felt like the physical things that the actress was able to do was spot on. Like when they did um, Pal Mal when they're playing, I felt like she played that scene really well. I loved when she would like celebrate or like you know, hit his ball off into the woods or whatever. Her dress up, yeah, and marched in the mud. It was really yeah. good, and that could have wow. been cheesy sometimes. 
But the way she played it, like, I believed it. She played the competitive part really well. She played the teasing really well. I liked it. I didn't like how much fake laughing was in this show. There's specifically like a part where they're laughing together. That was a little bit much for me. And then even worse was when Lady Danbury and Lady Bridgerton are like guffaw, like just chuckling it up. Do you know what I'm talking about? That actually made me laugh though. It was so over the top. What it made me think about though was like really like two friends where it's like the two of them are like talking about like the peacocks and like how like the day is the worst they ever. <laughs> it made me laugh where I'm like, this is so freaking true where when you're just in like such a bad situation, you're just like, of course something terrible is going to happen. Of course. So I don't know, but you're right. It, I, I actually went back and rewatched that scene to be like, did that sound like real laughter or did it sound like put on laughter? And it's not been real to me. So I, see, I, for I me, Lady Danbury and Lady uh, what's her name? Lady Bridgerton. It was, it was, it, uh, no. <laughs> I, need to, I need to find that scene and put on our stories and, and have a poll or something because I, I don't know. Like, I knew it was over the top, but at the same time, I was like, okay, like, I have laughed this hard. I mean, me and you, I've gone around you and laughed this hard on, like, something stupid. That's very true. I just felt, I just did not buy it as genuine from the two of them. And I didn't buy it because at that point, the two people that they were talking about, their, their lives could have been ruined. It was just a little <sighs> weird. And yeah. again, I, I hated that the show put them in that position. It was just very strange. They, they The show mentioned, and I think it was maybe um, Anthony was like, oh, like this basically will be social suicide. Right. If we back out of this thing. And I kept being like, well, why would the, why would the writers put you in this situation? Yeah. It felt very like popular. That's well, and they, the point. yes. And they also ratcheted the drama up to about 110 for seven solid episodes and then they basically solved everything within 15 minutes Listen, do you mean when you say ratcheted the drama up do you mean like whenever anthony is looking in his broad edwina's eyes <laughs> and he imagines kate in her wedding yeah. dress yes. i was like and then they had the audacity i almost cursed uh, them, but i held it back the audacity <laughs> to not give us a wedding scene yeah yes how dare you I, yeah um, I will say, talk about Lady Danbury. I did appreciate that how they utilized her this season. I feel like I she agree. was so good last season. It was and it was a great liaison into like you know the poor Sharmas. Like she's kind of like sponsoring them a little bit. Like she's kind of being their like social, um, I don't know, like liaison back into mm-hmm. like normal society. So I felt like that was well done. Oh, on another note, on a different character, what do you think about the Eloise and Theo relationship? I don't care. It's, <laughs> it's such I, a nothing burger to me, especially because I know where the storyline is going. Right. So I will tell you, I think I texted you this in the first probably two episodes. They have cast Eloise so perfectly. It's almost eerie to me. I absolutely agree. She what- She's just perfect. It's like, she's very like, adorable in a way like her personality is very She's, cute okay this is something to me like eloise is like super like in the books super quirky mm-hmm. do you know that the actual the girl that plays eloise does not have social media or if no. she does, i have not been able to find it <laughs> stuff stuff no. like that that i'm like that is a, a she must have a finsta like, somewhere oh surely but like yeah do you know the way that i would exploit myself if i was to have like the possibility of having like millions of like you know what i mean like people follow me online (laughs) i know it's like and now that you're here let me tell you about tide pods and why i love (laughs) that i would be collecting Um, my check thanks for sponsoring me like (laughs) do you know you can go anywhere but like i would lazy selling tummy tees Watch out, people. MLMs <laughs> will literally weep. They, they will weep. Along. You know, um, I, I, I felt lo- the same way with Theo, though. I was going to say, like, yeah. I, I, online, I, I read a ton of people, Twitter, that love him. But this is the point, or I mean, like, this is like the negative side of like reading the book where, where you're just not surprised. Where I just was right. like, who cares about this man? Like, yeah. one thing, I'm like, you can never be with him. Like, look at his <laughs> social class. Like, exactly. Exactly. And, and two, I 
did not give a crap at all about the who's lady whistle down. I'm oh like, my gosh, I know. Please, we are like now we as the viewers know who Lady Whistledown is. It's not interesting anymore. Mm-mm. It's not fun for me to see her uncover her bestie. That and then, was like, the two of them have like a fallen out. I will say that that scene was well acted. Like it made me really sad, mainly because uh, I when in the books, not to spoil anything about the books if you want to read them but when penelope finally reveals herself it is very much like on her own terms and it's very much a sacrifice and a very brave thing for her to do and so i and don't like her pal and yes she's like, That's yes. Like, what like an awesome like you know not like oh, how could you like right thinner in herself in the narrative when it's really not yeah i don't yeah i don't love that and like uh friend of the show riley fraser has come for penelope and i want to rebuke that i still love penelope i think she's so cute and yes she's you know lady whistle down the story writers are sacrificing penelope at the (laughs) altar they do not give a dang about her and it kills me because I know that she's got future storylines here mm-hmm. and I'm like, why are you setting her up? It also it really did hurt me when Colin said that about her to his friends that he would never court her or whatever. And I'm just like, oh gosh. I so this is a piece. It's so they, small, it does not matter, but I've held on to this for the podcast because I want to get your thoughts. Mm. So on uh, so Shonda Rhimes um was I mean, you know, obviously this is not necessarily 100 percent truthful, but she kind of hinted that they for all the seasons like maybe you know they probably won't get eight seasons out of this right i I feel like this i think they actually have like four on um on the docket uh but shonda said that like they're like oh like we're not necessarily going in book order so i was literally like who does that mean because to Mm. me i feel like they didn't they didn't focus on benedict who's supposed to be you know in theory the next yeah they didn't focus on him enough like he or he, he like he just didn't have a strong enough storyline. Anyways, I was reading online. People are like Penelope and Colin. Maybe their storyline may may appear next. I don't know. I want to know what do you think, and if, mm. if you feel the same way. Well, first of all, I'll say if we're going for true to the books, they're certainly setting up dumb dumb Colin Bridgerton to be exactly the dumb dumb he is in the books. So that's true to life or true to fiction however you want to put that um i have a strong feeling that eloise and penelope's storylines will be played out right around the same time and and they i mean they actually they are are, right yeah in the in the books you know they are i'm not sure what they're gonna do about benedict because his his little gal has not been introduced so maybe they'll just wait you know and have her be fresh for whatever season just to touch on it i did think benedict was very charming this (laughs) the the trope of hey i just took drugs and now i'm freaking out is like kind of like okay it's been done it's a trope for a reason he really played that well i was very amused by that so i'm like you're so handsome and so many screenshots of like you know like his hands on his face and he's got like the little like (laughs) and i was definitely like he's so cute like he's actually super another super hot yes but like he played cutesy really well which is like it's hard whenever you look that good but he pulled it off he did i I hated that he quit the academy. Like I was like, "What a whiny baby!" That was a little silly to me. Why is it, every rich man portrayed as like I wanted to get on my own marriage? It's like you really had no idea that your family name and title like probably made some poor little like very mm-hmm. talented country bump gonna get kicked out, and right. you got the spot, and you're surprised maybe there's no way around this because it's just the facts the bridgertons in this show come off as much more spoiled than the bridgertons in the book am am i wrong like it's just in your face they they do feel more entitled in like yeah i mean i guess they're they're making it a point like the thing is in the 
Theo's dressing Eloise down of like, oh, you're just a lady who thinks that she can slum or whatever. Here's the thing is like in the books, Julia Quinn did her best to be like, oh, the Bridgertons aren't like everyone else. Yeah. They let their servants dine with them. Right. And not only that, but they give six weeks off a year to, you know, so it's yeah. like they're it's definitely true. written to be like the, you know, the people you want to have. Like, did you know that Hyacinth your- Bridgerton scrubs her own chamber pot (laughs) (laughs) they would never disabuse a maid like please which (laughs) by the way i'm this is my guess if i'm i've jumped ahead here but as i was watching it i was like i bet they're gonna do another two seasons and then they're gonna have a flash forward where they recast Uh francesca and um hyacinth and gregory and then they do them like in maybe two seasons or something shocked beyond belief if they don't end up doing francesca's which is sounds crazy because francesca's is so like like her you know she's in like only half of the family pictures but their her storyline is so salacious yes and, and I, I see people all the time that's like it's my favorite and i'm like really but like people, people love the like the drama yeah, yeah the levels now and i will say they're supposed to be they're um what are they they're scotsmen so i'm like I yes will, i will be invested I'm myself here for it yeah but, for sure so yeah I, I agree with you i think that would actually make sense let me think so we've got one or two seasons we'll, we'll finish out benedict colin and um eloise mm-hmm. let's see so that's five yeah i bet you're right and then they'll maybe if they can get uh, netflix to renew them do the last three that that would make right. sense to me i hope they do i think they're all pretty fun like they would they're they make great tv so as long as they have people watching them i can't imagine that they'll stop but we'll see I would love to know how well this season did compared to last season. I I felt like I saw so many people that were just like so like oh, the Duke's not here. Like I'll never watch, you know, and just I like know. simple things like that. Then I'm like, hmm. I've seen a lot of people say this is the season is boring, which I don't think it's boring. I think that the last maybe three episodes are ridiculous, but I don't think it's boring. No, I wouldn't say boring either. I think. I think people just expected the content to be the same for the first season. And it's just, it's mm-hmm. not it's t- totally different storylines, <laughs> different characters. Like, yeah, like did not as like gratuitous in the variety of scenes, <laughs> which I, I really did appreciate it. I felt no, like I too. it was appropriate for the story. Like I said, whenever I had my phone problem with my kids, I wasn't afraid they're fixing like walk across <laughs> like a, a naked woman. Um, Although I yeah. will say they, I felt like Kate, the very the very last episode where they do have like um they, they're showing them married and mm-hmm. um I was like, sis, I, there was the amount of nipple showing It was a I lot. Just, well I was like, Why? We're at the last mm-hmm. episode here. We're I, it's unnecessary. It's unnecessary to sell me at this point. I guess That's very I true. I I don't know. I feel like people now are just like, well, this is what they've been waiting for. Like, I don't Show know. The um, we also I don't saw, know. I think, who do we see? Uh, Benedict. I was like, this is. No, did what? not need that at all. I Do you remember? I'm almost positive. It's like the very first scene of Bridgerton. We see that of Anthony. Yes. So I, I was kind of like, is this to draw you in the next time that they're like, don't forget, you know how good looking mm-hmm. they are. You know what their body's like. That was my, <laughs> my thought. Right. So I'm like, maybe they're trying. I, I guess know. so. I don't know. Okay, is there anything else that we need to hit for this show? We didn't talk at all about the Featheringtons oh, and their renewed well, drama. I mean, it was fine. I don't mind. I don't mind the Featherington drama. I thought it was silly, but I also kind of like uh, Lady Featherington. She there's something just about her that I I enjoy watching her on screen. She feels like the perfect like trashy kind of mama like she, yeah yeah she hits it exactly like mm-hmm. supposed to be classy and just cannot like it's just that anti-hero vibe where it's yes. like you shouldn't love her but then you kind of do and of course that she she did stand up for the girls at the end i was like okay girl go on mm-hmm. uh whatever his name was you you texted it to me lord um the new lord featherington <laughs> 
and how he looks like Michael Sarah. Hey, like, I mean, he he basically could have been like cast as him. It was just yes. like so spot on. He maybe looked a little bit taller to me. I don't know if that was. He looked older and taller and like a little more handsome. A little, there's a little more chin there, but yeah, he he Very looked like Michael Sarah. It really, it really made me laugh a lot. And it was like funny that they were. I don't oh, know. They, I, well, they, they were, try to set them up. Like yes. Yes. <laughs> I was definitely like, oh, and then poor old Penelope every five minutes running in and being like, oh, what's going on here? Penelope. I don't know. I just, if you really just like put it all out there, she really got screwed over. Cause now, I mean, that's like, Eloise is like her only friend and her family sucks. I think and, our last scene is her like walking away crying because Colin uh-huh. is basically like, you never catch me dating this broad. Like, I just, yeah, I'm like, how are they going to salvage this? Because is she going to, I mean, I got the idea that she's going to continue to write, but is Eloise just going to keep her mouth shut? That's, I mean, I well, we will see. Yeah, they, last season, I, I texted you some of this, but like they tried to like, I don't know. A lot of people held it against her the way that she treated um, Marina, which I I truly hate that. I hate Marina, though. (laughs) Well, not that I like her, but I mean, it's, you know, this idea of like, okay, I'm going to like cut any woman down to keep my man. Mm, What's not really your man kind of kind of deal, even though she was (laughs) apparently trying to protect him. I get it. But at the same time, I'm like, at this point, aren't they all like I don't know, 17? Let's see. Well, no, they would be, well, 18. you know what, though, but but they but they were, this was their first season. Yeah, I think they're maybe 18 know. years old. The, I don't know. I give Penelope latitude. The men are supposed to be, like, 28, 26, 24, the older brothers. Mm-hmm. I guess that would put Daphne at around 22 yeah Yeah, maybe so So Eloise was like 20 or 19 Hmm. I don't know yeah I will say very I was thinking earlier about like Lady Whistledown and like how she's so I don't know like she makes a lot of comments specifically comments about like when people are like found like locked in closets with like other Mm -hmm. men that are like that I was almost like would a would a woman right. held you know what I mean like yes kept in the dark this much know as much as you know I yeah don't believe so but I know perhaps I'm wrong I mean I just like Penelope as a person so it's hard for me to get too down on Lady Whistledown you know and her whether or not she's doing the right thing um one person I want to cut cleanly out of the show is the queen I do not like that there is a queen. I don't like that she's slumming with all these people. I don't. Yeah, I don't I, care about it. It really slows down the story for me. The like thing too with like her and the king, and like mm-hmm. that's what got Edwina back in her graces. I was kind yeah. of like, is this important or necessary to the storyline? No, <laughs> not at all. Yeah, I agree with you. Like, I like how they've taken Lady Danbury's um, character and really like turned mm-hmm. her into something fun but the queen does not feel fun to me no it's not a storyline that i care about at all so no. i i gotta i gotta agree with you there let's let's cut her right on out i mean I, seriously if you're like it's the ultimate fantasy bridgerton is like fantasy through and through but in what world would you and your spouse have a wedding thrown by the queen herself then spend i don't know five to six hours trying to decide if you're gonna actually get married right in the middle of it you know what i mean like right yeah the absolute illogical and not literally have to move to bath like just live in the country for the rest of your life thinking about is if they if they do use whatever his name is uh anthony not anthony um call Oh my gosh, what's the second brother's name? Benedict. Benedict, yeah. <laughs> if they do use his storyline, the mm-hmm. to resolve an issue that's within that story, it really emphasizes how popular the Bridgertons are. Yeah. And, like, and that helps a certain mm-hmm. uh, thing occur. And I just kept being like, but nobody like, not even that they don't like him, that they're shunning them because like, they're yeah. like, kind of like pariahs at the moment. 
because of the some of the stuff happens. And I just was like, how would how would you really like show your face again in public, knowing how the society is? Yeah, just like with all the the added drama in. Mm-hmm. I, I am really sad at how they took um, how they took the love of Kate and Anthony and put it through the freaking ringer. And yeah, like, it just like it really yeah, it just really kind of cheapened it for me. That I don't know. It really is super messed up that Anthony proposed to Edwina and then later marries Kate. It it just is. And then keeps on about his honor and I'm like so yeah. at this point let go of the honor. Let let it go. You don't you well, don't appear to have any. And I I hated that Edwina's like I love him. He's the <gasps> man I love. I just okay. love him so much. Explain to me how as much as Kate is obsessed with her sister mm-hmm. and she, at the beginning of the series she talks about like how she's trained her and she speaks all these languages and does all these dances and does X, Y, and Z mm-hmm. and then she is going to like not give a crap at all and yeah. marry the man she loves Yeah, and then she tried to backtrack it with like I borrowed these feelings from you. I'm like mm-hmm. that doesn't even make sense. Like I know who is the writer in the rotten room. Please. I know. Well, that's why me. she had to be in a coma. It's the only way that Edwina could have forgiven she, her. You're right, Kate. Ugh. You should marry the Viscount. The two of you are meant to be together several times too. I get it. It's for the point of the story. But like when they would like not finish a conversation and somebody would like walk away or something, and I am like internally screaming, like please, if you would talk this out, you can work yeah. this out. It stinks because Edwina had a right to be really angry at the end, but then you still end up really annoyed with her, which also feels like kind of icky when you're like, okay, Edwina, Rob, we like, get it. <laughs> oh, I wish they would have done. I mean, they tried to like with talking about like the prince, but I wish they really would have went ahead and set her up with somebody. Yes. So that even if you're going to say like, oh, she loved him, be like, you know what? I never really had the feelings for him that I have for who exactly. Like, I needed, her, I needed her to have the realization that like what she was feeling was not love it was excitement like well, it that, was that's what I mean that they tried to like say that but it just did not feel believable after no. literally 20 minutes before that she's fixing to marry this man it's like yes. you wouldn't have had such a big realization mm-hmm. and a overcoming change I feel like I've really dumped on this book and this movie. I love Bridgerton. I am mm-hmm. a Bridgerton fan for life. I just, I mainly felt disappointed that I wanted their adaptation to be more of um, pro Kate and Anthony. And this one was very much like Kate and Anthony like one another, but yes, because of a variety of circumstances, they'll never work it out. Right. And then the push and the pull and the drama was and then it's like oh but we have to have them work it out because that's what happens in the book <laughs> i well it's so we're you, gonna shoot when you get it in to there. like book or when you get to the seventh or the beginning of the eighth season mm. you're eighth, literally still yeah episode. Or yes sorry the eighth episode of the second season you're literally still like i know so how are they gonna fix this right, like what's gonna happen I, I don't understand yeah it the thought of them leaving it on a cliffhanger I'm like, I, I thought that's what was going to happen because I, I was like, this is thought. what? Yeah. <laughs> the wait another year? Seriously. Wait. Seriously. I, the day, like I said, it was so good that I, like, whenever the next season comes out, well, I'll probably <laughs> binge watch it in 12 hours, probably. <laughs> With any hope. Uh, I mean, honestly, there's really nothing else like this that I'd want to watch. So I'm I'm cool with it. Yeah, I feel like we've hit on so many of the fun characters. And they are. It's so fun. That's what makes the show it is. so good. It's just, it's just so fun and like wacky and like ridiculous. And but, honestly, if you have watched this season but not read the book, we would love to hear from you. I would love that perspective. Right. And if we're out of left field, that's fine. <laughs> I would love to know what somebody's, like you said, like what's their perspective? It's like, oh, like it was such a great adaptation. Or, mm-hmm. I mean, I wish I wouldn't say adaptation, but if they haven't watched it, but like a great season. Yeah, I would love to know somebody's comments and thoughts. Oh, I have one more comment. Is yeah. the woman who plays Kate, is she like six feet tall? 
I meant to mention this to you earlier. <laughs> I had to look this up because I was like, geez, like she, she... looks like a giant. I think she's like 5'10 and Anthony's okay. like 5'11. So okay. I, there is like, he, he should have been in platforms. Well, it didn't, what bother, it didn't bother me that they were about the same height. It's just every time she was next to her sister, her mother, oh, or Lady my. Danbury, I mean, she was just like head and shoulders. Of, I'm like, this is crazy. She is supposed to be like really tall. Right. And the queen is supposed to be like small. Yeah. But I, I just definitely kept being like, my gosh. Like, yes, she definitely, she looks huge. <laughs> but like I said, I think she's just like 5'10". Uh, and everybody else around her is just teeny, not as tall. It really, like, cracked me up. It super <laughs> cracked me up every single time. All right. That's the only thing <laughs> The I only had. thing of comment. Uh-huh. All right. Well, I guess until next year, and we'll see. Who, who's your <laughs> guest? So you're thinking they're going to do uh, Benedict next and then wrap it up with um, Penelope and Colin? I think they have to do Benedict because Benedict is super fine and also... <laughs> Colin, like, what? Why does he look like he's ten years old to me? Last season, I was like, "Oh, he's cute." This season, I was literally like, Ooh. "Jared walks in, he's like, ew, is that Taylor Lautner?" <laughs> <laughs> With the little baby cheeks, the little nose. He has a little tiny nose. Last season, I was like, "Oh, like, I don't really know who's the hottest." This season, I'm like, Anthony and Benedict. Please, <laughs> I will worship the two of you. Um, and Colin is because I think last year I was like, oh, like Colin's cute. Now this year I'm like, no, absolutely not. And you have Benedict, who kind of honestly he looks like an American hunk. Like he looks kind of like yes. the like the quarterback. And then to me, Anthony looks like the most classically like British prince look. That's actually a. <laughs> very great way to like round it out of like totally yeah Col- yes, Colin yes, yes. is giving me very much Jonas brother like he Do you looks... know that they were all three um they were all three compared to like a you know like a Regency era Jonas brothers matter of fact Joe <laughs> Jonas did like a like a day before Richardson came out like he did like a little spiel for the for the season did you see that yeah and I had to turn it so... off I was <laughs> like no I no. Joe was my my absolute beloved favorite whenever i was probably like i don't know 16 years old <sighs> okay well we'll see you again sometime soon with a book episode but for now enjoy all right ta-ta for now bye this has been one page more thanks for listening please leave us a five-star review <laughs> <laughs> it, it sounds so-